I went and looked at like what are other like what are all other malls posting about, and it was it's all so boring. It's like oh, go get a pretzel and <laughs> sail on candles. My question was like how do how do we make this a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fun? Welcome to Making the Brand, the podcast where marketing and pop culture collide. I'm your host, Brianne Fleming. I can't wait to chat about brands, boy bands, and everything in between. Because brands who have a pulse on pop culture can create adoring fans of their own. Hello, and welcome back to the Making the Brand podcast. Today, I'm talking to the mastermind behind my favorite account on Twitter. And it's not a Fortune 500 company. It's not a sassy fast food brand or a candy bar. (laughs) It's actually the Oviedo Mall. And I'm excited to tell you more about it, or better yet, to invite today's guest, Josh Gunderson, who is at the mall right now in true in true fashion. How are you, Josh? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Living the dream. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Happy to have you here today. So let's let's get nostalgic for a second before we really get into this conversation. I want to transport back to what I think is, well, what I think of as like the glory days of my time at the mall was the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, So let's flash back to teenage Josh. You're at the mall with your friends. What store are you spending the most time in? Oh, boy. Uh, It depends on which mall because we had, for some reason that I still to this day can't explain, we had two malls in our area that were within a mile of each other. And one was like the mm, mall, but it had a movie theater. And the other one was like, ah, the mall. Um, so it's the North Shore Mall and the Liberty Tree Mall in Danvers, Massachusetts, for anyone okay. paying attention. Um, so pro- I mean, but probably like uh, Sam Goody was my go to. Loved, got to pick up those CDs, my prepaid minutes for my Virgin Mobile cell phone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think Sam Goody was where it was all at. (laughs) Good choice. Surprisingly, my mall didn't have a Sam Goody. We had a, it's what FYE used to be. It's called Specs. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, Specs back in the day. But yeah, I would do the same ritual. I would would probably spend more time though at Walden Books. I don't know if that makes me a geek, but I was all all over the magazines more so than the books. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm down in our bookstore at least once a day, every day that I'm here. Usually, up to no good. So yeah, and I saw on Twitter someone was a fan of the bookstore at the Oviedo Mall. It's like a, a kind of offshoot of Barnes and Noble, right? So it's um, it's still owned by Barnes and Noble. So it's um, we are we are very proud to be home of the only B Dalton bookseller in the country, and I think the world. And it was a change that actually happened at the beginning of this year. So it's a brand that. Barnes and Noble had purchased and sort of scooted them all away. And then um, for whatever reason, the decision was let's be nostalgic and bring it back. And Oviedo, Florida was the obvious choice. (laughs) Too funny. Yeah. I'd never, I'd never heard of that, but yeah, someone on Twitter chimed in and was like, Oh my gosh, this mall has that. (laughs) So cool. Awesome. So um, yes, you do social for the Oviedo mall, which 
as I mentioned, I think is the most underrated brand on Twitter. I think you're just <laughs> hysterical. Um, and we're going to get into it here and, and all of that and hear kind of the background. But I may be biased, though, loving the Oviedo Mall because I've actually been there. I've had experiences there because it's local to the University of Central Florida, which is mm -hmm. where I went. Go Knights. And yeah, I don't know if I have fond memories of the Oviedo Mall, but I think it helped me in a pinch, you know, for a night out. <laughs> I needed something. It was it was a good option to have. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's good. It's worth it's worth coming back. Things have changed probably significantly since the last time you were here. Yeah, so. it's been at least ten years. So so yeah, I'm sure it's on the on the up oh, and yeah. up, especially with you at the wheel, you know, doing all the cool things. So. I mean, yeah, it's 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 hard work carrying carrying this whole mall on my back, but <laughs> I, I somehow survive. <laughs> so, for those of us who haven't been to the Oviedo Mall, uh, describe it for us. I mean, like you said, it's it's maybe been, you know, ha it's had some updates. Like, what's the state of the Oviedo Mall right now? Uh, we we shockingly got through the hurricane with uh, no no issues at all. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, I, I love this mall because of just how unique it is. A um, a YouTuber dubbed us the strangest mall in Florida. And of course, I'm sitting here like, I will not rest until we are the strangest mall in the world. So <laughs> let's get on top of that. Because we are, we're home to about, I would, um, I would venture to guess about 75% of our retails or our shops in here are all small businesses. So they're oh. local mom and pop places that you're not going to find anywhere else. And mm -hmm. I think that's what's really, really cool. We've got a really amazing community here. Um, I consider them all family um, for better or for worse. Yeah. And um, it's really unique in that we do have like national brands, Bath and Body Works, Regal Cinema, um, GameStops, Dillard, stuff like that. So we've still got those bigger name stuff, but we're, we're doing what a lot of malls are at least hopefully attempting to do, which is sort of making that pivot to a, an entertainment destination, a dining destination, and maybe a little bit of shopping peppered in because we do have a lot of entertainment offerings here that again, you're not really going to find anywhere else, um, which is just so fun and cool. And we've, even in the um, year and a half that I've now been here, um, so much change has come and so much big change is coming that we can't quite talk about yet. Okay. But um, so many, so many cool, cool things are on the way. Um, and I mean, I've, it's public knowledge that we're going to be getting apartments bookending us very soon. Oh. Um, and with that, it's going to, it's going to be a big game changer for who we are. And I think that's, that's really exciting. Um, and I, I just, I love it. I think it's, it's worth checking out. There's a, you're going to find something that you enjoy doing here, whether you like it or not. So. Yeah. And that'll be really great. I mean, considering it is in a college town, you might get some college students who want to live there, live near the mall, especially if you're turning mm -hmm. it into more of an, an entertainment type of destination. Uh, I also love that you brought up that the YouTuber called you the strangest mall in Florida because that's one of the first things you see when you go when you go on your Twitter account. Your header banner in big letters, if you haven't been, says the strangest mall in Florida from some guy with a YouTube channel. I'm just like, yep. I, I'm gonna love this account. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually I had the question for you. How did you find us? I wonder how everyone finds us, but I I wish I knew. I don't know if it was maybe just being so kind of connected with UCF and I maybe saw someone tag or something or maybe, you know, I've had my Twitter for such a long time. Maybe I was following you then and you know, just you got my attention again, but 
like I said, I mean, seeing even just your Twitter banner and your bio, I mean, it's just witty from top to bottom. And I'm just like, this is a brand that I have to follow. So, um, so speaking of that, I want to know how you ended up in this position with the, with the password to <laughs> the Oviedo Mall account. I, it was, um, I, I mean, I always tell everybody that my entire life is just a weird series of very happy accidents. And I had, um, come to the mall for a meeting about something completely different and come to find out they needed a new, uh, marketing and events coordinator. And I was like, oh, I'm unemployed due to pandemic. I would love this. Mm -hmm. So, um, I applied and, uh, next thing I knew I was, I have not only the passwords to the mall, but I have keys to the mall, which every day I'm like, this is just odd. This is, <laughs> this is not normal. Yeah. So. It's like those nightmares you have when you're just in a mall by yourself and it's haunted at night, you know? I mean, that's, that, that was my reality last week when we were here on Thursday yeah. doing an inspection. And then, uh, like I said earlier today, we got to go play in the, uh, the old Sears building and take a look at uh, what was going on in there after the hurricane. And uh, I took a lot of video cause I'm five, but there was, it was very, I was like monsters everywhere. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to film a ghost hunters episode right now. This is a blast. Our maintenance yeah. guys are doing actual work. And I'm like, I don't need to be here, but content for exactly. something later. Yeah. I'm sure I'll figure out something right. to do with it. Always be contenting. Right. Yes, yeah. that's that's the goal. <laughs> and I'm sure every day is different, you know, with so many different brands, so many different things going on. And I love that there's small businesses in the mall too, which must be rewarding. So so what's that like going to work yeah. every day and like not knowing, you know, what you're getting into, who you want to highlight today, what events are going on, what's trendy, like yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what's that's what's kind of a blast about it. And that's why I love when I when I first came here, I was like, this is fun because I'm not marketing the same product over and over and trying to find a new way to make this one thing look really good. Mm -hmm. It's I can pick and choose um, like who we're, you know, who we're featuring on, you know, Facebook, who we're posted about, who we're highlighting. And we have such a great relationship that um, there are days I'll have a completely random idea and go running into the store and be like, don't mind me. And then go <laughs> sprinting back out again. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's so much fun. Like I said, we're such a family here that I have the ability to do that. Or even I will go to a store and be like, Hey, I've got a really crazy idea about a promotion you can do or this. And they're like, well, we'll give it a go. You're a little yeah. bit scary, but okay. <laughs> do you have and, at least like a badge or a walkie talkie or something? So people even customers. No, I mean, I mean, the customers, I mean, we're such a, Obito's such a small community that um, we see a lot of the same people. We've got our mall walkers that we see every single day and they're the sweetest. Um, and we've, everyone, like everyone knows who I am. So I'm usually, mm -hmm. um, actually usually dressed in flannel, which is how I've become known around here. So okay. um, I'm, people know who I am. Other than that, I try to stay behind the scenes. Um, even when uh, like some people reach out on, on Twitter sometimes like who runs this account? And I'm like, you will never know. I don't need that. <laughs> They like, know I'm just now. Trying to live a, I'm trying to live a normal life. Can y'all just leave me alone? No pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that now I have to ask, do you have a discount at every store in the mall? Then how no. does that work? Um, I, I mean, I, I, some places, some places we do, but I, um, I, you know, I, there are a lot of small businesses and businesses I want to support. So I'm like, will you just please take my money? Yeah. Please. Aww. I mean, I've got, a, I've got the, uh, the, the B Dalton membership. So I get 10% off. There you um, go. 
And then uh, like I go to the movies all the time. I'm a Regal Crown Club member and they're pushing me to get the uh, Regal Unlimited. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Whatever you want. You're just single handedly keeping all the businesses, you know, going. <laughs> That's what I do. I rotate throughout the food court every week who I'm having lunch with. So. Uh huh. That's awesome. That's yeah. No day is the same. So, nope. okay. So it's day one. Imagine it's day one on, on the account. Take us back to that day. What was the state of Oviedo Mall's marketing when you started? And what was your plan to really transform it? It, uh, uh, oh boy. <laughs> what did you inherit? <laughs> I Nothing too bad. It's, uh, I mean, what I discovered uh, very early on is I sat down, I looked at what our account, because um, our social media was actually being run by a third party Mm -hmm. um, they did two posts a week for us. Um, they would boost some posts, stuff like that. They helped like did our newsletter and everything, but it was a company out of Texas that had never been to the mall before. So they're posting and saying things and having no idea what this actual community is like. Yeah. And then it was all just very generic stuff. And I went and looked at like, what are other, like, what are all other malls posting about? Um, you know, what are the big boys posting about? What are the medium boys posting about? <laughs> and it was, it's all so boring. It's like, Oh, go get a pretzel and <laughs> sail on candles. And my question was like, how do, how do we make this a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fun? And I'm a huge fan of I, like when I, cause I, I didn't go to school for marketing. It's one of those things I just kind of accidentally fell into. Mm -hmm. And I look at, you know, I take my lessons from like all the transcenders out there, the, the Steve jobs, um, even as much, I hate to say it right now, Tesla and um, Elon Musk and how how they operate and change the game and um, I, I love to just be disruptive. I love to I love to be like a like playing like a game of tag with a six year old and you get them and they're it and they're like oh no the rules have changed. I, I love to be that guy where I'm like <laughs> yeah. oh I'm just gonna like there's this rule book that's adorable. I'm just gonna write my own and y'all are gonna fall in line. Mm -hmm. And I was I sat and thought how can I do that? And with Facebook and Instagram um, a lot. A lot of our community follows that and it's very, we have a very interesting community that I've still haven't quite found the pulse of yet. Mm -hmm. um, so what I get away with on Twitter, I can't really get away with there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I sneak a little bit of snark in just to see how it plays. Mm -hmm. And then for our Twitter, I was like, this is, this is boring. Like, I'm not going to sit in a uh, candle sale. Yeah. Food sale. And I looked at some of my favorite Twitter accounts, which are a lot of those like, um, Jason Ginsburg's fake theme park, um, the like all of those fake accounts. I was like, what if we just operated like one of those parody accounts, but we're very real? Yeah. How would that go? And I, it started, and I actually at one point very early on tweeted that just like, oh, our Twitter strategy is tweet like nobody's watching because they're not. And then all of a sudden they were, and I was like, oh no, stop, stop that, stop that, please stop. <laughs> I don't, I can't maintain this. Yeah. And it just kind of, it, it snowballed from there. And so it's, I'm still figuring things out um, in terms of our audience, because it's very, at least for like traditional, like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Twitter, I think because we're so close to Orlando and, um, you know, I've always had a pulse on the, the theme park community and what's going on and like what discord and what they're angry about this week and how can I kind of poke that bear a little bit. Yeah. So that's that's always been really fun. And I, my philosophy is still the same. I tweet like no one's watching. Like if it just pops into my head, I'm like, ah, we'll see what what happens. And <laughs> I walk away and forget about it. So, yeah, well, good for you for transforming it, because I can't think of like, I mean, 
the mall is a playground, really. I mean, there's mm -hmm. just so much potential there. Like you mentioned, so many different brands. There's just so much creativity and so many inventive things that you could do that are way cooler than just the, the candle sale, <laughs> like yeah. you mentioned, or, uh, you know, 20% off at Bed Bath & Beyond, which is always, always the case. But I, I think you brought up something that I relate to because, you know, looking at agency life versus working in-house for a brand, Right after graduating from UCF, I interned for an agency and I I liked the idea of having one brand and working for it and close to it and knowing the people. I remember I was given like assignments to write press releases for a hotel that I'd never been to about a new hire that I'd never even met. I'm like, how am I supposed to do this if I'm not there? So I think that can happen sometimes or you can feel that disconnect if a third party is running your account, you don't get that same like magic. They're they're not able to capture it yeah. like you have. So yeah, and that's and it's again, it's just it's. I I wake up every day and I'm like, this is a, a weird job, but I I love it because we uh because our like our office is run by by two people. We all wear very many hats. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like my my official title is marketing and events. Um, but yeah. last week it was hurricane wrangler, and you know <laughs> just. And it's, I, that's what makes it fun. And I love, I love that um, people all the time, like, are you going to try to find, you know, something else? I'm like, but I, I'm happy. I'm perfectly yeah. happy. And it's something different every day. Like, I love having a job where I can't predict what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. and, and like, if you had told me this morning when I woke up that I was going to be inside an abandoned Sears, I would have been like, that's adorable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it makes for a good story. So that's awesome. Oh, of course. Yeah. Which as we all know from our Twitter, uh, it, was until recently possessed by a demon and we're still trying to figure that out so of course stay tuned yeah. subscribe for all the all the tweets and future updates yeah. <laughs> yeah. so okay you mentioned that you know you kind of just let ideas fly off the cuff if something's in your head you tweet it so how would you describe the voice of the Oviedo mall account and to a certain extent do you feel like it's your own voice in a way um, mostly because I forget which account I'm logged into at any given point in time. Sometimes it just is my voice and I don't realize it until it's way too late. <laughs> um, it's, uh, so our, our account for those unfamiliar is, um, we, we here at Oviedo Mall have some very well-intentioned interns that wreak havoc, uh, day to day and they're in our, so it's really just a lot of their, their enjoyable exploits. Um, and torturing uh, Judy, who is our director of operations, um, who I do explain to somebody is like, no, no, she's she's real. She's she's right there. I'm looking at like she exists. I promise. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just it's fun. It, it's it's just that um, sort of, you know, putting things out there. Um, I love again, like, I love poking the big brands that we have near us, uh, getting to poke fun at like Halloween Horror Nights, Hallow Scream, Universal, Disney. Um, even we've uh, we play around with Cinnabon quite a bit. Yeah. We had a, we had one, there was one night where there was just a big long exchange between a bunch of brands. Fireball whiskey got involved. Um, it, it was a very weird evening for all of yeah. us. Um, but it's, I mean, especially for our Twitter, it's just the voice of uh, sort of just chaotic fun. And it's, it's been fun because it, it gets the word of the mall out there in the weirdest way possible. And it gets, it gets people talking about us. Yeah. Um, because and it's a lot of times it's just us getting to getting ahead of a joke that somebody else is already going to make about us because there's always a joke of oh malls are dead especially Oviedo Mall you know we've 
had roof problems since the place opened. So there's roof leaks, which we're working on. But uh, there was a big joke during the hurricane of like, oh, does Oviedo Mall have enough buckets? And I just replied back, <laughs> no, we don't. Please send some. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like people are going to make the joke. We might as well get there first and kind mm-hmm. of own that. And um, I'll sometimes go through and find people that maybe didn't tag us in something, but mention us and had something snarky to say. And I'm like, oh, I can, I'll top that. Let's go. Like, yeah. You can't hurt me more than I hurt myself. Exactly. (laughs) Well, now that you mention it, I think you're ringing a bell. It's all coming back to me. I think that is how I found you on Twitter. I think I saw you chime in in some kind of branter out there. I don't know if it was like replying to a Dion Warwick tweet or something, but I think I saw (laughs) you like out there with the big dogs, like, you know, chiming in with funny things. And I'm like, oh, Vito Mall, like, (laughs) let me see what they're up to. It's been a while. No right. one is safe from us at all. I, yeah. if, I, if something pops up in my feed and I'm like, oh, I've got, I could, okay. And people are like, who is, what is this random mall doing here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fine. Don't <laughs> mind us. Verified. That's the next step. <laughs> I, I, I sent in the request to be verified and uh, Twitter just replied with LOL. So I don't see that happening anytime <laughs> soon. Well, um, I hope, uh, you know, I mean, it's a modest little podcast I have here, but I hope getting you out there and <laughs> singing your praises as much as I personally can, I think it's going to happen. Uh, well, Ad, Ad Week followed us, and that was like a, a oh. stupid fangirl moment for me. I was like, oh, God, I'm in the – oh, God, what do I do? Yeah. I, this is too much attention. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was after after you tweeted about the interview, and I was like, oh, oh okay, okay, that here makes we go. Happy. <laughs> we have to put you guys on the map. Like, really, you you deserve it. I think you're doing awesome things, and more people should be talking about uh, your humor and just your approach <laughs> to, to social. I think it's so so refreshing. And I, I'm glad you clarified that Judy is real as well as the interns, <laughs> because I didn't know if that was just a running joke about interns. I was like, hmm, no. Uh, well, I will. I will. You're real. I will. Well, I'll break your heart. Um, okay. <laughs> I, just, I well, actually, no. I'm going to test your uh, your '90s nostalgia trivia right now. Oh boy! So our interns' names are Marco, Cassie, Rachel, and Tobias. Actually, well, they're uh, better known as the Animorphs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And there was an Animorphs meme going around very recently. Yep. Um, so so I hate real. to break your heart. They are they're they're all voices in my head. Okay, okay, okay. So, gotcha. But when, Judy is very real. Judy's very real. Yeah. Okay. So when I when I started, I was actually in the middle of uh, rereading the series um, mm-hmm. from way back when. It's available as a PDF. It's getting re-released as a graphic novel. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone go buy it because it's brilliant. And when I was like, okay, what is the voice of our Twitter? I was like, what if we just had like crazy interns running around? All right, cool. What am I going to name them? And uh, these are just. The, the characters that were on my brain. And so all of their personalities that you see on Twitter are mm-hmm. just the characters from the book. So Rachel's like the gung-ho oh Xena goodness. warrior princess one. Marco's <laughs> the smart Alec. Uh, yeah. Cassie's the bleeding heart. And Tobias is technically a hawk. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> I did not pick up on that. You know, I wasn't really into like, I don't know, it's a little sci-fi-ish for, for me back then, but I love that. <laughs> I love that you took that. I mean, it's very yeah. believable, though, that you would have interns. I think we could get you some help if you wanted it with UCF being right down the road. I it's would like awesome love real interns because I need someone to explain TikTok to me. Yes. <laughs> Let's get you some interns. I'm going to see who I can who I can call if I know anyone at, at UCF still because I think that would be just such a fun, a fun internship 
working for you and and, <laughs> and being at the mall every day. I mean, that sounds like a, a blast. So it's a, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So yeah, that does kind of explain that. I mean, <laughs> a lot of the voice and things are just these ideas that that pop in your head, and you just you just run with it. But I know you have a background in comedy. So does that come into play? Are you, did you study, like how does, are you, you just love being I, funny? So I, I mean, it's, yeah. I, whenever I like go through my resume with people, they're like, is half of this made up? What is your life? And it's really <laughs> not, I, I'm not good at sitting still. So I've like, I've done everything from bartending to teaching to um, directing shows I, you know, you name it, I have probably done it. I was a supervisor at an aquarium at one point. Like I don't mess around. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a millennial. Therefore all of my humor is disgustingly dark because that's how we deal with our entire lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I went to school, I actually went to school for creative writing um, and theater mm-hmm. and did that. And um I, you know, got into uh, doing a little bit of stand-up here and there. Um, did some like a lot of charity stand-up stuff. So nothing, nothing big league, um, because I don't, I don't think I'm that, that funny. So I bet um, to differ. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, I, I've kind of just bounced around all over the place, um, and just I, again, I think I'm fortunate to have ended up here. Um, actually, I was on a. Um, the world's shortest cruise this past weekend that got kind of messed up because of the hurricane. Uh, and my fr- friend who also works in marketing, uh, we are both on the ship together. And we're just kind of chatting. She's like, so what is like, what is your plan long-term? Like, what do you want to do? And like, you know, moving on, of course there's like, we'd love to be all be making more money and stuff like that. And I'm like, I, I love work-life balance. So I'm all mm-hmm. about that. Um, and I like, I just want to keep having fun. And if something stops being fun, then I'll find the next fun thing. But I just, you know, if I, and if making people laugh, I think also feels really good. And knowing that there's people out there that turn to a random mall Twitter <laughs> yes. for some like smiles, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take it. That makes, that makes me feel like I'm doing something good for the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you've been having fun. What are some of your favorite tweets or campaigns or moments, and especially again, you know, for people who haven't been following you this whole time? Get them up to speed on some of the cool projects and tweets that have taken off or things that you've done um, so far. Uh, so the first tweet that put us on the map was, it was one of those just like it went into my head. I tweeted it. I put my phone down, didn't think twice about it. Next thing I know, my phone is just going insane. I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> it was when um, things were like, you were starting to come back from the pandemic and Disney announced that they were not reopening the NBA experience in Disney Springs, which had just opened like it was a whole big thing that it replaced disney quest and they're doing this this is and i just tweeted out look at us outlasting the nba experience like (laughs) period send tweet forget about it and next thing i know it's everywhere and i was like oh okay (laughs) and like our follower count increase i'm like i'm not gonna be able to recreate this i don't know what i just like oops because i think twitter especially is just right place right time right there's no there's no calculating what's gonna play and when on Twitter. Um, and then it's just, of course, you know, the creation of the interns and just kind of running jokes with them. So last year they, um, they had found a Ouija board in the old Victoria's secret and then played with it. And that is what unleashed the demon upon the mall. Um, and we've had it trapped in mm-hmm. Sears for the past year up until recently when Rachel decided to let him loose. Of course. Um, so it's just like kind of those 
weird running through lines that will bring back every once in a while. There's Marco who apparently never likes to wear pants. So that'll, <laughs> that'll show up. Um, Cause I've never, I've never tried to do, I've never tried to sell on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's made it so much fun because we've had people show up to the mall. First up, they'll show up to the office and be like, Oh, we, we kind of want to meet the interns from Twitter. And I'm like, Oh, they're not available right now. Yeah. It's their day off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think that has, it's gotten, it's gotten attention better than any marketing campaign we ever could have thought of because we've had, um, we had a couple that came from England. They were in Orlando for their vacation and they made a point to come to Oviedo Mall because, because of they, your Twitter. they had seen it on Twitter. That's and I'm like, that's, and like, I'm like, cool, I will, I will take that. And so just the amount of people, and I think not selling them all on Twitter has helped sell it better than we ever could have because I'll still I'll still sneak things in there um like we mm-hmm. um we actually campaigned very hard to get the spirit halloween movie to come play here we were not on the list and mm-hmm. I was bullying Regal and Spirit Halloween on Twitter we behind the scenes uh were working with Regal and she was calling almost every day to get us on it and then they finally were like right, just please take the movie and leave us alone <laughs> and it was so funny they released the graphic of like Here's where the movie's playing. Los Angeles, New York, Boston, Miami, Jacksonville, Obito. <laughs> and I was like, yes, did this is so weird and funny. And so uh, we made a big deal out of that. We actually, uh, last night we did a screening. We invited a bunch of local like Halloween, Halloween Horror Nights influencers and stuff to just come watch the movie and enjoy. Um, starting tomorrow, we have uh, the movie trick or treat playing. And we've been kind of sneaking that out there because it's never been played in theaters before. And we mm-hmm. have it playing here. And so just, you know, sneaking weird stuff in there like that and being like, okay, I'm kind of trying to sell you something, but you know, I'd rather you just talk about us and people, they they come and they're like, Oh, the mall actually has a bunch of really cool stuff. So yeah, that's how it works. Sneaky like that is great. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm curious if you've had any, resistance or pushback i mean that that nba joke and you know making fun saying that Oviedo mall has lasted longer than that i mean that's kind of you know a little bit of a dig at the mall and also you know to not be so salesy and to not sell it's almost like counterintuitive to what your boss would want you to do it's like don't say anything bad about the mall and you know we got to push these sales so what has that been like as far as trying to shift that mindset perhaps internally or, or how you've communicated I, that this is the direction? Thankfully, uh, thankfully, like I said, so uh, we, we do have, we do have corporate overlords. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they own four malls around the country, uh, but they're based in California. So it's, it's just myself and Judy, who's the director of operations. She loves it. Um, awesome. And we I just Judy. kind of, I just kind of rely on uh, the fact that I don't think our corporate knows that we have a Twitter account. <laughs> um, but we also like, I know um, like they like, especially since there's so much other stuff that I'm responsible for, as long as like that stuff is happening, mm-hmm. um, the events and stuff. And of course, generating revenue in those ways, if that is happening, no reason to pay attention to anything else. So I kind of, I also, um, that's the another reason why I absolutely love this job is I don't have the oversight. There's no one that I have to go like, Oh, I'm not sure if this is going to play and have to go through months of like legal batting it around. Just be like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. We missed the meme. Thanks guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I definitely, I definitely right. stop in my head and think, think things through. There's a bunch of different um, like pop culture things or meme things that I'm like, mm, I'm not touching this one. 
Yeah. Um, but in terms of just making fun of the mall, I think there's a there's a fine line. And I always because I've got friends like, oh, you know, I want to start a sassy Twitter. And I'm like, there's a very fine line between sassy and mean. So you need to be careful about that. That is true. And um, thankfully, and especially I don't think people really like malls are on Twitter, but they they don't play well. Because, again, they're. Hey. Candles. I don't know why I'm fixated on candles today, but that's, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Because um, even like I look at, um, I look, I, I go and look at like um, Mall of America, massive following, very low engagement, um, hmm. and it's, uh, you know, they're again like, oh, here's this event that we're doing, and it's, it's salesy, and yeah. I get it. It's like Twitter's a very hard animal. I we even have tenants here that are like, oh, we want to get into Twitter. I'm like, mm, don't please don't go down that hole for yourself because it's frustrating. It's difficult to get right. Even I don't get it right sometimes. Um, And it's a whole different ball game. Stick to stick to the sort of more traditional stuff, please save that egg. So I think it's, it's, it's a fine line in like having, you know, I have conversations with myself before I tweet, like, is this a good idea? Cause I did one um, Halloween Horror Nights announced the bugs eating a live house. And of course, I was like, oh, I got to jump on this. So I tweeted out, oh, Halloween Horror Nights has a house filled with bugs and it's fun and spooky. But if we're full of bugs, it's disgusting and a health hazard. <laughs> I I sat on that one for about an hour. I was like, Ugh. And yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. forget it. I'm going to do it. And then Halloween Horror Nights responded back. And I was like, I will take that because they yeah. came back with um, <laughs> I think it was like, uh, oh, this is my kind of mall. Millennia would never. And I was like. That's right. Oh boy, <laughs> that was a ch- okay. That's we're all gonna take digs. Uh, yeah, Mall Mall of Millennia is like our big. They're like our big fancy local mall, Apple yeah. store, and stores that I can't even afford to look at or walk past. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 fun, and thankfully, I think a lot of the brand account managers around this area, especially in the theme parks, all have such a fantastic sense of humor. Um, yeah, that they're they're all just really fun to play with. So yeah, that's, that's my tangent about that. No, so it's so fun. Yeah, I never realized, you know, that the proximity and kind of the geography of being so close to, you know, the mecca of theme parks would um, play out that way. I guess that is helpful. It's really cool. So, you know, you've you've had these people tell you they are visiting the mall just because of Twitter and and because of who you are online, and you've had these stories and things, but. Have you found that you've been able to measure the impact of your work to like, it could be so hard to trace a tweet back to a sale at, Dil- at Dillard's, you know, like, yeah. how do you, how do you measure and prove that your efforts are working and what advice would you give to people in this field who may struggle with those conversations of proving their value and, and demonstrating their work? It's it's difficult because like I look at I look at our metrics I look at our engagement I I see those numbers they mean zilch to me um, but a lot of it it's conversations that I have with our tenants and a lot of them will say oh you know somebody said that they saw you know they saw us on social media and it was I think um, eliminating that third party was a big help because the voice became more of our own it became more in tune they were using pictures that were three years old that featured stores that don't exist here anymore mm, yeah uh, mm-hmm. so bringing it all um, and really just, just getting it, getting it out there. And um, I don't look at engagement that much in terms of like, Oh, I put this out there and it only got five likes, but you know, putting out there, Oh, we've got, you know, we've got trick or treat. We've got spirit Halloween. Um, I just had one of the stores as I was walking through to come back to the office. They said, Oh, a 
uh, we had somebody in here last night that was so excited to go see spirit Halloween. They saw it on our Facebook and they're like, we have to go see this. And I was like, there it is right there. So it's, it's right. looking and seeing just what people are talking about. And um, this community as a whole, um, Oviedo is, is very odd. Um, but we see a lot of the same people over and over again at our events that we hold um, that the mall puts on. Like we do a, a really fun event called sip and shop where you can come tour around the mall, get a glass of wine, get something to eat, do some shopping. Yeah. Uh, we just did uh you would have loved it. We just did a nineties themed one and we encouraged people to come dress up. We were giving away slap bracelets, Tamagotchis. It was, uh, oh, man. we had the, uh, <laughs> the laser photo shoot background from old school photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see a lot of those people over and over again. And we talk to them like, you know, how did you hear about the event? How did you hear about this? A lot of it's social media, our newsletter. Um, we've gotten a better, I've, I've worked harder, to develop a better relationship with our local press. And we're actually sending out press releases about what's going on here. Um, we've got, we've actually done a lot of really great work uh, with the influencer community. I know a lot of them just through going to Halloween Horror Nights and my time there as a very micro influencer. And so it's just kind of leveraging those relationships and getting them out here and saying like, here's what the cool stuff at the mall and them going, we didn't know this was here. We are going to let our followers know about this. And yeah, it's, I think it's more about relationships than it is engagement. And especially since I'm not traditional in the way I do marketing things, um, it's frustrating for, I've had um, two different jobs where it didn't work out between us. Cause they were like, I, this isn't what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, there's no mm-hmm. rules, but okay. Yeah. Um, We've all had costs like that, yes. yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's I we've we've seen an increase in foot traffic um, since I've taken over. We've seen our like numbers across the board for stores going up. Um, right now, we're really working to support uh, Regal and getting um, more you know more butts and seats out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are seeing that up at, uptick in traffic, um, and they're they're all great partners to work with. Um, so that's, it's been a lot of fun. I think we're, we're seeing it in just the weird ways, but it's, it's so hard to measure unless you're, you know, you're offering some sort of bounce back where you're tweeting out a coupon for people to come in and use. I don't think you're ever really going to see it. It's just a lot of trust and knowing that, that things are progressing well. And I think it's just the conversations that people are having. If you can see that people are talking about you, um, even when you're not actively engaging with them, I think that really shows that you're you know you're hitting the marks and it's i don't think there's any real good way of knowing short of um you know going absolutely viral and people streaming into meet non-existent interns (laughs) yes well i mean i think that's that's a great reminder and then i mean at the end of the day there's chatter and you're hearing these things and you you can kind of feel your impact. You may not be able to tie it directly to this piece of revenue, but maybe more so with the events, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like ticket sales and things, but you know. Yeah, we've definitely seen, and it's, um, and it's, I think the great thing about having these mom and pops is we tell them like, we're going to hold this event. We're going to bring all these people in for the event. We've led the horse to the water. Yeah. Make them drink. If it's if, like we do, because we do like sip and shops we've done. Uh, we're about to do our fourth one this year, which is now sip or treat. So it's an adult trick or treating event with booze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we once a month, we host kids activities. We do scavenger hunts around the malls for kids that different stores host. And it's again, it's, you know, we're like, yeah, we love to have the activity for kids. It's not about the kids. We've got them and their parents in the mall. Convince them to buy something, offer them a bounce back, a limited time coupon, a coupon that's just good for while they're here. And we help them with that. And again, that's why this is so fun because I'm not just, I don't need to sell them all. 
the mall is it's just the building i need to sell everybody that's inside of it and mm -hmm. i love being able to work with them and again come to them with these crazy ideas um even like um actually i think he's behind me yep little boo back there uh -huh. um, so we have a we have a wine and paint shop um called calliope oh, street yeah and i went to them and i said hey this little pumpkin at halloween horror nights has made a big splash people like are obsessed with him it'd be really fun to do a painting of him and we actually found uh the artist uh emery that uh carved the original little boo pumpkin uh, we had her and a bunch of other people come in. We did a, a wine and paint night with them and boom, now he's an option for people to come in and paint. And they were a bit, they were a bit skeptical about it. And I was like, I trust me, this is either going to be brilliant or fall flat. We'll see which yeah. one happens. But it's those, it's those little things. Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's something to try. And if it, if it doesn't work, okay, we tried and we'll learn yeah. from our mistakes and we'll, we'll move on and try again. Um, it's so, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It I has like local flair too. Like you, you've kind of made it local to the community. I think maybe mm -hmm. you should do another one of those, but you come and you paint nitro. <laughs> the UCF mascot. We actually, um, <laughs> we did, um, we partnered with uh, Seminole County tourism and they brought two UCF athletes in here to do a sort of uh, competition YouTube series game show. And we, uh, one of the competitions was at Calliope street and they painted nitro. No way. Well, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to look that up. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Well, <laughs> I'm so glad your creativity is embraced, that people trust you, that you're having a blast, that Oviedo is getting out there. It's such a great community. I, I miss Orlando so much. So next time I'm there, I'll have to take a trip <laughs> to the mall. But, um, in addition to this, you're also a blogger, an author, a speaker, and I also learned that you're a bullying uh, prevention advocate. So mm -hmm. I'd love to hear more about that, how you became passionate about this topic and what we need to know about safety online. And especially for people working in social media where we sometimes can't escape the comments and we can get into these corners where it's very hard to disconnect. So what what are your thoughts on, on all that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, my resume is very odd when I... <laughs> Which is great when I meet new people and I'm like, okay, how much conversation do I want to have with them? They're like, oh, what do you do? I just pick whatever is going to cause the least amount of conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I fell into like bullying prevention. I fell into again by accident. I was uh, when I was in school, I was a part of an educational theater group and I really enjoyed it. And I think part of it was one of uh, one of the members of the group at one point was like, Josh, you know, you can't do this the rest of your life. Right. And I was like, bet. We'll Watch see about it. that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, at that time, Facebook was, because um, because I'm old, Facebook was a brand new thing. There was a lot of security issues on it. Um, and then when I graduated college, um, it was a time when we saw a lot of bullying-related suicides linked to cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to do something with this. And I, I love I love non-traditional education. I was, cause I was going to school to be a classroom teacher, and I Turns out I didn't enjoy that at all. Mm -hmm. um, but being able to travel around and talk to kids about online safety and bullying prevention was so much fun. Cause it's, I, I um, unfortunately the pandemic kind of slowed things down a little bit and I don't get as many requests anymore. Um, but it was so much fun to go and teach. And it's, of course, I'm, I make it as fun as humanly possible. Um, but I fell into it and I loved it um, so much. And I think uh, even as a brand, and I tell people this, um, who I talk to who work in marketing, because we we bear the brunt of a lot of bad stuff, 
like I look at mm-hmm. uh, like this past week, uh, I'm a huge fan of Royal Caribbean. That's 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 who I sail with. Um, I'm not getting paid to say this, but go go book a cruise with them. <laughs> um, and at one point, I tweeted out, I was like, everyone better be nice to Royal Caribbean right now because they're dealing with a like we're all dealing with a not so great situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, like, and we get hateful comments to, um, like I said, people uh, people in Oviedo either absolutely love them all or they absolutely hate it, and I'm not quite sure why. Um, and, you know, again, we get those like, oh, the mall is dead. They should just tear it down. No one goes there. And I've I've just stopped arguing with them <laughs> because yeah. it's gotten to be so much because it's constant. Like, no, actually, we're um, I'm actually very proud to say I can say in this moment right here, we're 100 percent full. We're, we're on a waiting list mm-hmm. for businesses that want to come here. Um, and it's a lot of times I say to people like, when's the last time they're here? Because um mm-hmm what you're saying is not true. And yes, we've lost, we don't have a lot of national brands, but if you look at malls everywhere, it's because of the way malls work. Um, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that. And that's like, I could go on a whole tangent about how malls work because I find it fascinating. Um, and I think a lot of it is it's okay to step away. Um, I remember I was working in marketing leading up to shutting down for the pandemic and I was struggling really hard. And I reached out to people I knew in marketing. I'm like, what, what messaging are you using right now? I don't like, I don't know what to say anymore. And yeah. I think um, I think we've got a really cool uh, marketing community. There's a lot of people that like, I'm not good at like being like, hey, everybody notice me and be my friend. So I kind of watch everyone on Twitter from from the wings and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. But it's I think it's okay to step away. And it's so hard because I'm bad about shutting it off. I mean, if you look at like even the mall's Twitter, you'll notice a lot of our tweets are coming like after hours. Uh-huh. Um, I may or may not be at home with a bottle of wine. Um, so, <laughs> uh, where, which is actually, you know, inspiration strikes, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> and it's usually, it's usually what I'm watching. And I'm, I try to stay up on pop culture. So I'm like, I'll be sitting like watching House of the Dragon or She-Hulk and I'm, I'm like, oh, the mall can comment on this. Let's, let's go for it. Um, yeah. But it's okay to shut it off. Um, I, this past weekend, uh, because uh, my director, so my boss was stuck on a cruise ship all last week so it fell on me to deal with everything yeah and the um, yeah yeah and so when she came back on saturday and i left on saturday on my cruise i was like i'm not looking at anything i'm not checking emails i'm not gonna look at my twitter i'm just I'd like the mall is gonna be quiet this weekend and it's perfectly okay to do that and it's okay like i have some days where i'm like nope i'm just gonna i can't look at social media right now because i think um especially for anyone working um, in social media marketing, we bear the brunt of the entire world. Um, So there was like, you know, having to like watch everything that was happening at the beginning of the pandemic, looking at what was happening um, and being bombarded every day with Black Lives Matters. If there's a mass shooting, we're absorbing all of that, whether we like it or not, because we're, we're on there. And like, I'm always looking at what's trending and sometimes it's not that great. And I think, um, taking care of our mental health is the most important. So when you've got people that are being mean, I think it was, uh, was it Delta that if someone just was like, we're working as hard as we can, just give me a it minute. Was and I was like, Delta, yeah. Can you calm down? Like, give me a minute to work, please. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I hope, I hope they got a raise that like, if that person got fired, somebody else should be in trouble. Yeah. Um, and I think it's okay to, and I do it all the time. Like remind people that there's a human behind the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. that you know we're out here doing the best we can and we're all sometimes dealing with like i mean i feel like now my entire life has been an unprecedented situation 
but um <laughs> yeah and it's okay to, to acknowledge that you're human and say hey you know what i'm i'm full like my cup is very full i've run out of spoons just give me a second to yeah really focus in um Agreed, and yeah. when it comes to people being hateful online it's um i always try to see things from their perspective i mean i i'm from boston so i'm very quick to anger um <laughs> but it's it's taking a second you know what this isn't about me and especially i look at like I, like this is a mall. I'm not saving lives. Uh, no one's mm -hmm. going to die. Um, so it's okay to, you know, say this is what I'm not going to deal with right now. Um, or I'll say, Hey, you know what? Send, send us an email. We can have this conversation yeah. via email. I'll give you a number. We can have a phone conversation, but uh, you don't get to, you don't get to talk to me like that. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Um, and it's, I, I think it's okay to... to do that. Yeah. Uh, you just reminded me, I actually have a, a somewhat of a mall story that goes with this. So I had this coworker who missed a deadline for a client to like get an ad placed in some publication. She had the worst day. She like left crying about it and she decided to go to the mall because retail therapy is everything. And I think she may have even like, I don't know, she was at like a Macy's or something. It was like at like the makeup counter and was like looking at makeup and was talking to the... um customer service uh, associate there. And, and she said to her, she's like, she's like, miss, he's like, uh, you know, rough day at work. Why, why have you been crying? She's like, yeah. And um, she goes, are you a doctor? Are you a nurse? <laughs> you know, did someone die? And she's like, no, she's like, then it's, it's okay. Everything's going to be fine. I think we put a lot of this, this pressure on us, but yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, it's a mall. We're having fun. People will, get over things like everything's yeah. going to be going to be okay that the gravity of the situation is not um you know that that crazy yeah. so <laughs> yeah so um yeah i'm i'm so happy that your creativity is being embraced that you're able to have fun in your work and again you're making me smile i hope more people are following you um and i will be keeping up with your shenanigans on twitter and all the platforms um I hope to come back and visit the mall. Like I said, it's been about 10 or 11 years since I've been. So I'd love to see what it looks like now and also support some small businesses. So yeah. Oh, it's time to come back for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So needless to say, I'm a huge fan of your work. I think it's just refreshingly Thank creative you. and witty. And I'm so glad that we've, we've crossed paths here, but any final words of wisdom, maybe, maybe even for people who work for smaller businesses or, you know, we, we get these roles in social media and we think we have to work for this big account and this big account is always the goal or this big brand, but you're having a blast working for a smaller local company and you're fulfilled. So any, any thoughts on that or words of wisdom uh, in general? I think, I mean, in general, it's just, it's have fun. It's people yeah. can like, people can tell when you're trying to sell them something. And if you're, if, uh, again, look at, go, go and look at the transcenders out there, the transcender marketing and make up your own rules. There's like, I've sat and read books about marketing and social media marketing, all that stuff. And I've Googled like the hot tips and stuff. At the end of the day, if, if you're genuine and showing people how much fun that you're having and how much fun they can have with you, depending on what your product is, I think that's the way to do it. Um, if, if you're just constantly like, you need to buy this, you need to buy this, you need to buy this. That's, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think about, think about what catches your attention. Cause we, I mean, we're all bombarded with ads every single day. 
what what out there is actually attractive to you and what's gonna and even if it's just making somebody smile and passing not everything has to be a sales grab um i think that's always the way and i think um we've started to look at a little bit more like how can we show like behind the scenes of how a mall works and i i'm super nosy so i love to know how things work um there's i've worked on movie sets where i've gotten in trouble for wandering off and not being where i'm supposed to be because i'm like but hold on this is more interesting than being on camera um (laughs) And it's, I mean, just it's keep that passion. If you find yourself losing that passion, um, either find a way to refill that creative cup or, you know, it's, it's okay to move on from stuff too. Don't hold on to something that makes you miserable. And I'm, I'm still learning that. So don't, uh, don't use me as your, your role model, please. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just keep having fun. And that's, I mean, um, it's again, tweet like nobody's watching and I mean, don't, if it doesn't get a like. That's fine. Or even if he gets one like, you made one person's day. Yeah. You had one person had a good time because of you. And I think it's just it's it's just that. And I, I it's unfortunate that um again, I because I don't have as much oversight as other people might that I get I get away with murder sometimes. <laughs> um and it's and it and fight for what you think is worth fighting for. Um, because there are people that just like there's there's the big bosses that just don't get what it social media is. Um yeah. and it's okay to it's okay to fight for it. And, and do that. So it's just, and it, well again, said. just have fun. Just please just keep having fun. Yeah. And when you're having fun in your job, I mean, your audience is going to have fun too. It's such a win-win. It's, it's not fun for you or your customer to be um, so sales oriented and rigid all the time. So yeah, I think it works. It works both ways. I think that's great. Great advice. Yeah. Well, when in doubt, hire a bunch of interns, give them a Ouija yes. board. <laughs> Chaos will ensue. Works every time. Yes. Pro tip. Pro tip. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Josh. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm going to come visit. I'll keep you posted. I would love to get your own tour of of the mall. So thanks so much. Um, Absolutely. So talk soon. Bye. If you're a fan of this podcast, be sure to subscribe or better yet, leave a review. For marketing wisdom with a pop culture twist sent straight to your inbox, sign up for my newsletter at briannefleming.com slash newsletter or find me on Twitter at Brianne2K. As always, thanks for listening.